baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This may be the first time Nerdy has been played on News Talk 830 WCCO. I think so. I like it. I like it. (laughs) And in conjunction with the Minnesota Orchestra, Nerdy is in studio with us, as is Grant Meacham, the director for Live at Orchestra Hall, because when we heard about this collaboration, I'm like, I'll learn more. Yeah. I just love, I love your music. I love the orchestra and what a great, like, I also love the idea of kind of breaking down these, like, silos of, well, it's this kind of music and that kind of music. 100. And really, that's what we're trying to do with the Minnesota Orchestra now, is more or less there's good music and there's bad music. And if it's good music, I think it deserves to be examined (laughs) in a way that an orchestra can examine it. That's Grant Meacham. Live at Orchestra Hall is the orchestra's sort of effort to bring, like, different kind of orchestral programming, right? An advantage we have is the Minnesota Orchestra is such a nimble group of musicians. It's a granny-winning ensemble. They can play Mahler and Bruckner beautifully one weekend, but then be totally gung-ho about collaborating with a rapper like Nerdy. And that's yeah. what makes it so much fun to program music like this, is that the orchestra and the conductor, Sarah Hicks, are just with us every step of the way. Nerdy, how did this come about? Honestly, I got a email that I thought was fake originally. Well, sure. Because I was just like, what? <laughs> Why would... <laughs> I'm just some weirdo, okay? And so I'm like, sure, yeah, let's talk about it. And then when I get to all the rest of the details, I'm like, oh, I'm really pulling up to orchestra. Oh, maybe this wasn't fake. <laughs> it was a wild. And I think part of our superhero creation myth, we have a very powerful friend in common, which is Dessa. Oh, yeah. Amazing hip hop artist. Dessa's done to date nine shows with the Minnesota Orchestra. You were on a bill with Dessa this summer, this past summer at the zoo. I remember the next morning Dessa tweeted, there is no zoo anymore because Nerdy destroyed it last night. <laughs> I texted her after that tweet and said, I've got to meet this guy. So I think that's how I got your yeah, number no, is Dessa shared it. Dessa. For the handoff, it was really cool. And just be able to work with this group has been, has been such a joy already. Like we've been coming up with some really dope stuff. So you, you have only been performing uh, hip hop around here publicly yeah. for what? Like, five, yeah, five years, years now. I mean, I started at two, uh, 2018 yeah. um, on pallets at <laughs> Modest Brewing for like a, for Shut Up and Rap. Uh, oh, shout out to all my Shut Up and Rap fans. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm pretty, re- I'm pretty new. It'll be a pallet free stage at Orchestra Hall. You know yeah. what? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna wait for that. That's another show. Have you been? Uh, on stage at Orchestra Hall? I have. I was able to walk uh, the stage. I got to hear a little snippet. You can see that on my on my socials of, of them even just practicing a little bit of one of the songs that we're doing for the show. And honestly, it was a feeling I don't really have words yet, and I'm still trying to figure it out. It's such a prestigious stage, and also these musicians are like some of the best in the world. So right. just step on there, you know, with my squeaky tennis shoes, and just look around. Does it wild. does it feel a little like? Is there a little imposter syndrome kind oh, of thing going on? One hundred percent. I mean, that's for me at least. I don't know. You it, guys probably. What know I will what you're say, doing. but but there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be right, Grant. It's, I mean, the phrase "game recognize game." In the musicians I've talked to, they know that you're working at the top of your level, much as they're working at the top of the level, and that's what makes it so much fun. It's you know we're we're making music in different ways, but dang, it's fun to put it all together. Yeah, no, that's that's real. That's real, and I have felt that way. Like every time I walk in, it is definitely like peers working together on something amazing. 
Nerdy is with us, along with Grant Meacham from uh, Live at Orchestra Hall, part of the Minnesota Orchestra. Nerdy, you grew up in Rosemount? Yep, you know it, RHS. You know, representing the That's south right. suburbs. That's right. Yeah. Oh, from the Rose. Shout out to everybody from the Rose. <laughs> I'm trying to make that happen. It's not a thing, but I'm no, saying it's a thing no. now. If you do it, enough. Enough, like, yeah, enough. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. That's the Rosemont battle cry. <laughs> we still out here. <laughs> Are you bringing the rough and tumble stories from the streets of Rosemont <laughs> to the, the rap streets. world? Like, it's a- <laughs> from the from the avenue is actually how from, we say it. Yeah, <laughs> from the avenue, from the cul-de-sac. No, uh, it's funny. There is a story that comes in my music, and you'll hear it uh, about what it's like to be just a young black kid in a primarily white yeah. area um, of Rosemont and the stories that come out of that. It's different than like, you know, it's not the same as what you would hear on a Tupac or Biggie record for sure, but it is definitely a story that I think a lot of people can resonate with. And throughout my career, it's something I could hear over and over and over again. Like, hey, dude, you're saying some real stuff. And I appreciate that. So you're going to hear that story for real. April 5th and April 6th is when the show is, Friday and Saturday night at Orchestra Hall. Uh, You can find tickets at minnesotaorchestra.org. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Grant, when you kind of collaborate and figure out, all right, how are we going to bring this sound to life on stage? How do you go about that? How do you come up with an arrangement and the music, and how does that happen? There are two VIPs in the situation. The first I've mentioned is Sarah Hicks, our conductor, who Shout works so effortlessly in this space. She's amazing. Yeah. The other VIP is Andy Thompson, who's our arranger. Write that name down. Andy is one of the greatest orchestrators working today. He is able to do something like take a beat that Matt has written yeah. uh, you know, with, with DJ Hayes and Shout spread out it out DJ over Hayes. an entire orchestra. Like It's just the most effortless drum machine in the world. It happens to be full of 90 <laughs> world-class musicians. So and, between Andy and Sarah and Matt and Ryan and I, we figure out exactly how to best utilize what Matt has written and spread it out over an orchestra. Matt Allen is uh, Nerdy's name. When yeah. when you look at you know your love for music, which goes back to to your high school and younger yep. days. Yeah, shout out Mr. A, my choir teacher, killing it. You're a choir kid. Yeah. So I was just at so my 16 year olds in choir. Last night I was at the while the Grammys are going on. Yeah. I was watching the. Northwest Suburban Conference, All Conference Choir. That's where the does, real people yeah. go. And they, that's <laughs> that's right. where the real The Grammys. Is. Taylor up. Swift was there, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they had the orchestra and the band and the choir kids. And it was interesting to see, like, this group of kids. And you think, like, wow, who knows, like, what sort of creative magic gets unlocked in them. Did Did that get unlocked? Did you feel that when you were in those high school years in that choir room? Yeah. Oh, well, the choir room was like the place where I learned really about myself as a musician, as someone who was that time with Mr. Alba in that program really changed me into the musician I am today. I remember the first time I wrote a song for anyone and was singing it was on a Rosemont High School stage. It was called 24 Love for our uh, on-stage performance, and I got to play it with my friends Luke Esselman and Karubo Tabudje, and it was honestly some of the – it was – 
I, it's changed me. And I thought about that every time I stepped onto the stage at Orchestra Hall. Like, wow, coming from there to here, it's such a beautiful journey. So, you know, last night when Taylor Swift accepted her yeah. Grammy Award, she talked about how she just loves that she's able to do what she does. She's mm. able to create music. She's able. And that uh, hit me where you say, like, here's someone at the absolute top of the game. For real. And you could tell from her, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, the money and the fame and all of that is great. Yeah, she's yeah, doing, she's like, doing all right. Yeah. She's doing fine. But uh, there is a creative magic that mm. that is really important to her. Yeah. And that's, I, I assume it's a similar deal for you. I love creating music. And that's the drive. And, and I think we, in turn, like the creative energy that we yeah. felt when we first sat down you know, with you and Andy and Sarah a year and a half ago, yeah. you could just sort of feel the creative energy just vibrating in that space. Like, we had to do this. There was yeah. no way to not walk out of that room and not have nerdy with the Minnesota Orchestra. It was crazy. It, it, was, it was essentially like when you see the first person who saw a thing of uh, bread and peanut butter and a bread and jelly, mm. and we were just like, <laughs> something's here. All we got to do is, you know, put our hands together. I'm sure we can figure it out. Grant, when you look at what the orchestra has been trying to do with the Minnesota Live series, and some of this is uh, with cool collaborations, some of this is like, you know, recreating movies, soundtracks. what's What's the ultimate goal of this part of what Minnesota Orchestra? I think one thing Sarah Hicks says every time she talks from the stage is, Thank you for coming to watch us make live music. And, mm. and I think it's just that magic of whether we're playing Star Wars, whether we're playing with Nerdy, whether it's a classical concert, people are here together to experience something. And that's something that we got to hang on to right now because that's yeah. just one of the last pure experiences. And, and it's I'm putting it quite on a pedestal, but I think it's very important that coming together to hear live music is important. And that writ large is what the Minnesota Orchestra is always trying to accomplish. Do you remember, Matt, your first live music experience, your first concert? I think, well, I remember my first concert concert. I think that was Little Romeo oh. at, at like, I want to say it was the Mall of America. That's way cooler than mine. But. <laughs> like it was Little Romeo at the Mall of America. It was my first like concert I ever went to. But I will say the first time I saw the orchestra for, for real, for real, was actually I just saw when I saw Fantasia. And I saw them do Fantasia. And honestly, it's one of the most beautiful things that I've ever experienced. It's such a powerful thing to hear it happen live. Huh. And I had thought that the orchestra was for like other people. And I think that's one of the things that I'm learning throughout this collaboration is that the orchestra is actually for everybody. It's like a beautiful thing. I thought I was like, oh, I'm not fancy like that. You could right. not say like, that better. Da, 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 da. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and walking in, not only was I just I felt welcome when I walked in, but just like the energy there is like you are here. If you love music, you have a home here, which is why I'm having such fun. That's Matt Allen, nerdy. Uh, Grant Meacham is with the Minnesota Orchestra live at Orchestra Hall. Grant, what was your first concert that was less cool than Little Romeo? John Denver. Oh, Ooh. my. The Danville, Illinois Civic Center. Yeah. <laughs> wow. There we go. I mean, mine was Tori Amos. Which That's is, super cool. I, now, it's is it cool? Is it, like, horrifying? I don't like, know. What sort of emo phase was I going through <laughs> at the time? I was I deep like in my feelings. A, I think we all had a, fe- a, a feelings phase. That's so okay. many, clearly, a, yeah, a former theater kid here. <laughs> oh, like hey! Of, <laughs> it's an house! Yeah, Hands in the middle. Yeah. Out here. Right, yeah, that's how that goes. Uh, the concert is April 5th and April 6th. Uh, tickets very approachable too, which I think is part of the magic. You yeah. can get in there for around thirty bucks. And come on, it'll be a night you want to say you were there. Yeah, no, we the stuff that we have planned. Now, are you I'm, nervous? Um, you know, I, I would feel, be nervous. I feel like nervous is an interesting term. I feel like 
I feel more that I am excited to see how all of these pieces mm. sort of fit together. Yeah. We've just been doing a lot yeah. of, of, of things, adding things, and throwing up. You know, we have the lion tamers and, and various, uh, you know, uh, jugglers. and Yeah, uh, the ice sculptures. The ice you know, sculptures. Yeah. We're trying to make sure we get It's a little warm right now, so, you know. Let's see if it goes. You know, we, got a, we got a lot of stuff going on. I, I just want to make sure all the plates keep spinning. But we have Nerdy. We have the Minnesota Orchestra. We have Sarah Hicks. I have no cause to be nervous. Oh, yeah. It's no, going to be I amazing. Wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that all. right. At all. Tickets online <laughs> at mnorchestra.org. You guys, I'm so excited for this. Thank you for coming in and yeah. talking Thanks, about it. Thanks, Jason. for having us. Uh, it is 3.50. Back in just a minute here on CCO. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.